I might have said some like unsavory things about journalists. But it's all in your Minecraft yeah, server. You know? None of it's none of it's real. It's all They're for out play. There protecting the American public. Journalists and bankers, I think those are like the top two on our list. I've had, over the past year, I think, with the whole COVID thing, I've added nurses and doctors TikTok as well. TikTok nurses? Nurses and doctors as well have kind of made their way up there. Journalists always, I mean... seen the one uh man i love the ones that, like ho nurses every now and then like you'll get a thread on like 4chan or something where it's yeah. like they're posted photos and it's just like photos upon photos of like scrubs down with the butt showing oh yeah they take nudes hanging, in the, in hanging the, in the, in the off bathroom. the fucking like surgery lights doing stripper moves and stuff what it's just like is there is there a pandemic going on <laughs> you guys seem to be having a lot of fun over there wait a minute it's gone that far you have it's yeah are they like OnlyFans nurses? Pretty close to it, but like they're just, you know, posting the shit for free or on public or whatever. Now, I will say that's a nice, nice thing about Reddit. Lots of nerds, but you can get some some top notch content. Yeah. That's Con- normally behind paywalls. Big and I'll just leave qu- it at quotes that. content. <laughs> yeah. Content. What a fucking. I'm a content creator. Yeah. Not in, Well, Rich, not no anymore. Not anymore, huh? Why? Well, it turns out today, uh, Due to pressure from banks with big echo marks around it, uh, fucking apparently OnlyFans has decided pornographic content is no longer allowed on their uh, platform. I thought that was, rip, I thought that was the whole shtick. Rip to the hose. I was about to say. I mean, that website's done now. I, I mean, I heard. Well, I know some people were like legit trying to use it like a Patreon or something. Like, yeah, and there's like people like football players who have like a thing on there, or like sports players who will be like, hey. Uh, if you subscribe to my OnlyFans, you can like watch practice. That that there's that kind of shit, but that's like that's so maybe point two percent of the website. That's the rest of it's so just literally though. all like yeah. commie thoughts who started OnlyFans because they wanted to be the victim class of sex workers, you know, for a little <sighs> bit. And uh, and now they're all trying to go back to work, and it's like, oh, geez. <laughs> are not, they trying to go back to work? Some I don't of them think are. Anybody's trying. To, I, I think, can't. I can't. I think imagine. once everybody started getting like got that fucking big government money they started getting that that ubi that yeah. little checky check 
Well, it was like, come on, it's basically UBI at this point. Yeah, for the people it, who it might as well it. be implemented as such. I mean, it was definitely a test run for it. But then, like, you know, we can watch the deficit, real-time deficit ticker, and it's not doing, not doing too good. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's made up, dog. Like, the whole thing is, like, the deficit ticker is just something that, like, they want people to go look at so that you keep buying into the system. And so you yeah. keep, like, like, the more of us that believe in the GDP, you know, it's the same thing of, like, the more of us that believe in the value of the dollar and stuff. It's all a fucking sham. It's a house of cards. Like, once you start pulling these threads, dog, like, it all comes undone. Right. Yeah, getting getting kind of settled into it and playing along with it is a problem. Yeah, and I, mean, I mean, and I like I try to look at it from the standpoint of like, all right, well, this number's there, and this is our national debt, right? But like, if we're just printing money, like, who are we accountable to at that point? Yeah, it's like I know there's people who hold our debt, like mm-hmm. you know, everyone talks about China holds a massive amount of our debt because they buy bonds or whatever. Yeah, but it's like you know, are they ever going to come calling for it? Well, here's the thing too. You know, what's funny is like. We've talked a lot just in our personal conversations about, you know, the Federal Reserve and shit being fake, House of Cards, all money being a sham. But, dude, people don't realize, like, China's in the same boat, man. Like, they're they're in the same boat. Like, they're honestly, like, a lot of, like, the the countries that, like, they have in their pockets right now. Like, dude, their shit's just as made up. Like, they're basically, like, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's all a Ponzi scheme, bro. And the thing is, man, like, the Chinese, they're fucking... On the same level. Yeah. I mean, they're being made up. And so it's this posturing game of like, just like when the depression happened and even when the fucking mortgage crisis happened, it was a liquidity issue. Like, do you think the people giving out money and the people taking on money, like they have this shit? It's not liquid. It's not there. Yeah. And if America wants to make it liquid, bro, the Fed just, yeah, we can just go. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> just oh, yeah, we just made out. this for you. Yeah. yeah. Here's uh, here's your trillion dollars that we yeah do you want it on a pallet do you want it sent to another country well that's like that's why you see all these initiatives for the pushes for like like crypto kind of ushered in this amazing thing of like people being able to generate their own fucking wealth which is a big no-no for groups like the imf they fucking hate that shit all those big like globalist money control groups that are tied into places like the world economic forum and all that shit they hate that kind of like generation of free wealth because it allows people to escape kind of the cycle of birth, acquire debt, live in poverty, or at least just above poverty your whole fucking life. You know, it allows these people to, like, make millions of dollars almost overnight just trading something that is a hard value, a backed asset, essentially. I mean, crypto has a hard set value to it. It is what it is, depending on depending on if it's not like a pump and dump scam or anything like hey, that. I'm still not convinced it's all, like... Well, it's all just another method to like speed well, up the and transfer that's the thing of wealth. Is the government has done the thing where they're like, "Okay, we would love to switch to like a non-physical based yeah, currency." Yeah, dude, people are totally about. Because then you can just plug in fucking numbers. They're I mean, about they're doing it the now. digital currency. They're, they're about doing it. it. You know, they're doing it right now. Yeah, but it still has like some kind of paper trail and accountability. Quote. Yo, unquote. you know what? You ever heard of ID twenty twenty? Yeah, is that, that the blue star on your driver's license or whatever? A real ID? No, that's a real ID. That's yeah. something different. So ID twenty twenty is actually sponsored by Microsoft. They have a big thing at the bottom. So this is Gates affiliated. But I remember when like lockdowns first started happening, right? Yeah. And now it's a year and a half later, and all the shit your conspiracy friends were spouting off a year and a half ago is now coming true, right? <laughs> Every single time, Look at dude. this, dog. <laughs> Every so time. <laughs> I heard about ID2020, right? And I was like, this can't be true. This can't be a thing. Whatever. I went to ID2020.org, gov, 
com. I don't know what it is, but look this shit up. And it's sponsored by Microsoft, and it's basically a digital currency and a digital ID. It's a modern ID. So right. what they're doing is they would basically take your driver's license and all your papers and all, if you have firearms, you know, all your registrations. Like it would basically be like an online. It's like your legal Facebook. It consolidates all that paper. It's trail your legal it, Facebook. Yeah, it consolidates yeah. that whole paper trail into one little kind of neat package. Everything's going online, and see that's the thing, man. Look at all the stuff that's coming true now, like all the facial recognition stuff which has been around for years social credit score in china i mean i i I wouldn't imagine if they already have some kind of dry system of that here you know it's well again like the other day (laughs) it's called the terrorist watch list i think is what it's called yeah i mean did you like that thing that leaked the other day it had 1.9 million people on it that's a lot of fucking people wait what leaked like their their uh, domestic I, it was just a ter- it, some kind of FBI terrorist watch list leaked to do just like some malfunction when they were updating a server or something somewhere, yeah. and it leaked the whole thing online somehow, uh-huh. uh, or somebody just got a hold of it or something. And I mean, one point nine million people is an awful like they try to convince you that the phenomena of terror is kind of restricted to just these one these guys like the quote on you know the Taliban or whoever it's just restricted to them. But it's like you have 1.9 fucking million people on that list. Like it's all semantics, though, dude. Yeah, it's semantics. It's a word game. They're using terrorism, the ism, right? They're using the term, and and they're labeling people as something. And it's a semantic game because just like you said, man, war terror is coming home. It's yeah, coming to American it's soil. It's pointed back on us, Palantir, dude. Look at look at their stock. Their stock has been jutting up. For fucking months now. I also it's, anti- heard it's in anticipation of this shit. Their stock's up, and I also heard uh, Tim Pool. I'm kind of 50-50 on him, but I listen to his shows every now and again. He mentioned that the company, what, Palantir, they're called? Yeah, Palantir. They're a data company, and so they're basically like, they run numbers, and they crunch situations. Like, they do Event 201 type shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, co- they're the company that does that weird shit. And so, they just bought $50 million in hard gold. You know, like, and because they're preparing for a black swan event, they're, they're preparing right. for like grid down, yeah, electric you're talking hack. About that earlier. Dude, I'm telling you. I think, I think that's probably the biggest threat. I think our infrastructure, I've been saying that for a yeah. minute, dude. Our electric Every, grid. Well, everyone says it. Everyone I mean, says it. Even right now, even the fucking Dems are constantly tweeting about fucking infrastructure. Yeah, but that's but not the kind they're it. talking about. That's not the kind they're talking about. They're like, we need to fix the roads. No, they're talking like, about solar panels no, and, we need and to wind ha- We need to harden our goddamn fucking power structures. We need to bury our cables. We need to. We should actually yeah. be on wireless energy transmission. We should be on that Tesla shit by now. <laughs> We're 100 years behind, <laughs> dog. Do the that. government knows. Can't government knows. They know all that shit. I actually follow this guy. I'm pretty sure he's autistic he's got to be mad autistic but i follow this guy so a really cool guy he's so cool but listen to what he does he like recreates he's obsessed with the 20s 1920s okay and so he does everything period appropriate he's built a tesla coil wireless transmitter in his backyard and he has like hundreds of videos on instagram of him like lighting up light bulbs from across the street it's just some autistic kid in the middle of nowhere that sounds like kermit the frog (laughs) yeah he's like he's like I'm telling you, he kind of sounds like, like Jordan you're Peterson. Raped by Bigfoot guy. Hold on, yeah, <laughs> no, dude, raped by Bigfoot. That guy is on that something. That's so cool, dude. He had like 300 some videos of like Bigfoot stuff. So she starts cranking my ween. <laughs> like, dude, when he said, dude, he fucking, she fucking pulled my pants down, bro, and started jerking my ween. Like, she's eight foot tall, covered in hair. She, 
<laughs> she gets mad. It's just <laughs> like the idea of it finishing him off and then getting pissed off about it. And yeah. Then going so wait, back at him. <laughs> on, before I forget uh, this guy, and I'm going to send you some of his shit, guy. His name's right. Parker Edmondson. Cool. <clears throat> his Instagram is pman817. Oh, my God. I just said that out loud. <laughs> it's the letter P, like P-M-A-N. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And, dude, it's crazy. He has 35,000 followers. He's got a TikTok, too. I think he's more popular on TikTok. Like, all the stuff he posts on Instagram or, like, his TikTok reposts. But, dog, it's just, like, video after video of this dude, like... Oh, man, they're all forward-facing fucking up close. Oh, I know, dude. He's so autistic. (laughs) He's so autistic, dude. That's a sign of good content. But that's how you know he's a fucking genius, bro. Like, you know how autistic you have to be to build a fucking wireless transmitter in your back... Like, your backyard. When you see this thing, he has, like shoddy two by fours like just taped and nailed together it's like it's the most crazy contraption you've ever seen but you're like it works though it (laughs) It works works and 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 so that's another thing too though about like okay we actually can like we know we can harvest free energy from the earth and yet we still have all these fossil fuel industries and electric industries like and we have all this shit like bro they were what do you think the pyramids were man yeah, I hear what someone you, talk about oh that. Oh, my God. There's they all, were talking about, like... Uh, these ancient civilizations knew how to tap into the Earth, bro. Atlantis was real, man. Well, and and oh, people dog. were... Like, like even the... Uh, someone made a very fine point that, like, I think infuriates a lot of Egyptologists, where they're like, all right, explain to me how there's not, like, fucking, like, soot scorchings all inside that bitch. Like, where, they, where the hieroglyphs are carved? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, explain to me how these motherfuckers were down there with no light carving that shit. There's no soot. Because there's no soot or there's torches no soot or nothing. On the inside. I mean, did the Egyptologists so that clean means it? they probably... I mean, you know about the Baghdad battery. Baghdad battery, That's though. That's a different... No. It's, uh, it's, they found these clay jars in Baghdad that, like, predate... Like, thousands of... I'm actually... Hold on. Uh, I should look it up here in a okay, second. Okay, I think they did that shit on Mythbusters. Yeah, they, it was Mythbusters. This is, like, kind of mainstream. Yeah, yeah, and what they did, yeah, yeah. they found these clay jars that were, like, full of, like, acid. And they were hooked up, and they had copper coming out of them. And they think they were hooked up to, yeah. like, ba- like light bulbs. Like, they yeah. were using them as, like, crude batteries and getting, like, the alkaloids out of, like, certain acids and, and like, yeah. charged fluids and shit. They knew a little something about it. Dude, well, that... No, they knew a lot of something, bro. And that's the thing, man. Return to Monk. This shit is real. Uncle Ted had it right, dude. Because ancient civilizations were so, like, in tune with the earth. Like, think about the average person, especially teenager nowadays. Like, how far removed they are. Like, literally a hundred years ago was the fucking depression and shit. And, like, people were living off the land and farming. And, like, just a hundred years later, like, you got bitches that don't know how to fucking cook. Like, (laughs) you got, like... And that's actually uh, that's a young person problem. It's a phenomena, yeah. That's a, a young phenomenon. person problem, big time. If people don't know how to cook, they don't know how to feed themselves. They don't know how to fucking grow anything. Yeah, they'd be in a lot of trouble in a uh, black swan event, wouldn't they? Oh my god, grid down. They'd be the first okay. ones out. <laughs> okay, they when... probably off themselves for lack of internet. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, you're right. Like we wouldn't even have to worry about them. They'd fucking like, go I crazy. Get on TikTok, guys. My Snapchat's not loading. I don't know what's happening. Still trying to post, even though the internet's not working. I can see like some weird cope like that, like you know, like pe- like cavemen drawing on walls. Like they're just like writing the TikTok thing out. Like, oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> I feel like this weird <laughs> fucked up cope. <laughs> 
Oh man, kids actually like interacting with each other. It was Ugh, funny. I was at work the other day. I was at work the other day and like I was going up the road and I saw like a bunch it was like a, a pack of kids, like eight or nine kids all riding bikes. It was like a gang of them. You're like, what's and going I was like, on? dude, I haven't seen that in so long. I haven't seen that till, since I was part of that gang. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, you used to look for like the pile of bikes. That's how you knew. Like you would just ride around and be like Oh shit! There's like eight bikes out front of place. Like, let's fucking That's get them back chilling. there. That's where everybody's at. Yeah, yeah. And then I just haven't seen that forever. You know what's crazy? The amount of kids that this past year, when I would go do work orders, they're obviously supposed to be on like Zoom class. I can't tell you how many kids were just sitting there playing Fortnite. Eh, yeah, like yeah, lap, laptop was- on, uh, just sitting there. Yeah. Teacher yapping. Someone told me uh, these ki- this kid was quote uh, my buddy said he uh, some kid he knew like that was in his family and he's like yeah all I learned this year was control V and control C uh, <laughs> which is like I think just you volume, learned I think plagiarism it's just volume controls yeah yeah exactly it's just like wow <laughs> like that's that's what this shit's doing to control people control V control C that motherfucker learned how to plagiarize yeah exactly I mean dude I mean even at, like online in college is bullshit like it's it, you know. Like, half the time, it's fucking horseshit. They're like, go write a small essay in the comment section of this shit and then, like, respond to one question. You get a grade for it. Yeah. Like, I mean, online learning, it's fine when you're older and you're having to do, like, dumb classes for college. That makes sense. But, like, when you're in actually, your like, formative forming, year, like, yeah. in your formative years, before your brain is matured, you mm-hmm. know, before 25, like, you gotta kind of, like, there's gotta be some involvement. There's no enriching. Yeah, I mean, here. and honestly, like, routine is good. Routine is good, man. Like, we've both been getting back into, like, the healthy boy status. Absolutely. Trying to wake up on time. And that's the thing, man. King so many shit. people get so bogged down. Like, people get bogged down by life and events and shit. And, like, tensions are so high. And the government's propagandizing us corny. every day. Prison planet, baby. I mean, it's Hell this, yeah. this shit's designed to fucking keep you fucking fucked up. Yeah, but you got to have outlets. You got to have stuff yeah. that you enjoy doing. Like, you have to, like, have, even if it's, like, running or lifting weights or playing music or doing a fucking podcast with your retard friends. Like, <laughs> you got <laughs> to do something, man. Nah, I'm for- forcing myself to go to the gym now is, like, one of the great, and paying for it and going is one of the, probably the greatest improvements I've made in my life in the past. I will past say you look better. few months. You look good. No, it's just because I shaved. I mean, the cop stash is, like, on point. That's why you're on a terrorist list. Is that fucking facial hair, dude? Facial hair is an act And you got the David Koresh glasses. They're like, this guy's definitely a cult leader. I've intentionally cultivated an air of terrorist about me. (laughs) Certainly. You are Whether I'm harassing people on the internet or uh, harassing local government officials on twitter dude how many how many people are you blocked from on twitter now i know it was the sopranos the guy. block list is no that's on instagram the block list isn't huge on twitter most people don't block me they just don't respond half the time you're working like, I'm on just, like i just terrorize them and say shit like you're cringe you're gay like <laughs> and burner just do that accounts a lot. are great yeah, yeah. well it's, and it's like you're working on terry mcauliffe though right i'm trying you're the, trying to get a band from, out, dude. from Ce- old terry celebrity boxing match i'll box his ass dude not only is a, he a piece of shit, but like so up. is Northam. That's the craziest part is most people don't realize like what he was involved in. Like he was part of the Clinton White House. He's from New York. Oh yeah, dude. He's not even from Virginia. He's an elite, and he's a piece of shit. He's, he's little- an elite. 
he, dude, he he was he's put up down in Martha's, here. He's in Martha's Vineyard right now because I'm pretty sure he was like at Obama's birthday party thing. Yeah, and he's raising money for his campaign here in Martha's Vineyard from rich people out of state. He got installed by thousand dollar tickets in Virginia to help keep it Democrat. Absolutely, 100. dude. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's if Clinton he's, initiative shit. It's, he's on that fucking Soros ticket, bro. The Clintons like. Had a, I think devised a scheme after they got out of Arkansas to like and make sure that southern states were essentially still Democrat. Dude, I would have fucked the shit out of Hillary back in the day. Young Hillary, she was a dime. I'm sure she was a terrible person. I heard some clip of her on a podcast talking about Afghanistan. The fucking nerve of that bitch. I think she has her own podcast. She, I think. Well, what happens? She's the worst of the worst, but. What happens when you get that rich and powerful and that elite is, like, you become so psychopathic and so sociopathic. Like, you just have zero empathy. You're so yes. out of touch. Like, okay, think about think about how out of touch you think, like, your boss is, um, right? Oh, so, just in, just so in your job. So crazy. And that's the thing. Like, you look at your job and you're like, man, these people in upper management don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't understand boots on the ground, all this shit. What the fuck do you think Hillary Clinton knows about, like, anything? Weren't you talking, <laughs> hold on, were you talking about that time where they sent her to, like, poor people's houses and they like took her yeah, through yeah, the yeah, kitchen yeah. They, they took her into someone's apartment in new york and she was like flabbergasted by how tiny it was she's like y'all live like and they this? had like <laughs> they had like plants in the sink and shit and she's just like there's a picture of her like wide mouth agape like oh like looking around at it like she can't fucking believe it dude it's insane i mean to be that out of touch to to and it's a symptom it's symptomatic of someone with a that much power and b that much money like, they actually, I saw something today that said that there's been, like, recent studies done that showed that when you become rich, you have a harder time recognizing, like, like reading people's emotions once you become rich. Like, you can't pick up on, like, them being upset or, like, what's going on with them. Like, you, it, it like, dissolves your human, your humanity almost. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's, like, textbook definition of just, like, lack of empathy. Yeah. And that's something I'll admit, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not above admitting my faults, man. Like, I've had to practice empathy mm. a lot. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, it's, I think humans are, like, hardwired to just be selfish. Oh, and yeah. to just, like, look out for me and my own, myself, family first. And, like, that's how a species survives. Like, we're hardwired through evolution. For survival. Yeah. At the end of the day. No matter but, how comfy we get. But there's something to be said about, like, altruism. Like, there is, like, there's well, something me to be meaningful said. meaningful altruism. Yeah, like, not, like, Sincere altruism. Yeah, not performative bullshit that we see happening now, but, like, Altruism, like, okay, when you look at, this is something really interesting to me, like, on the topic of eugenics and, like, how chickens, okay? So, the difference between, like, chickens and monkeys. Okay, so chickens are, like, uh, they're dinosaurs. They're, rep they're uh, what is it, a uh, raptor. They're, are they in the raptor family? I mean, they're I think, not, like, I hawks. Think, uh, I think it's hawks mostly or hawks. Raptor family. I think it's mostly hawks and shit like that. They're okay, raptors. well, either way, chickens are, they're fucking dinosaurs. They're still, they're still in the bird yeah. family. So, they got... They got dumb fucking lizard brains. And lizard brains mostly respond to fear. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is when a sick chicken, like when there's when a chicken gets sick in, in a coop or something, 
all the healthy chickens will peck it to death. Okay. They will kill it for yeah. the and 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 that is a form of eugenics in the sense of yeah. like we're weeding out the weak so only the strong survive and we have the best genetics yeah. moving forward. Now here's a difference though with monkeys and like we've even noticed in like Neanderthal early Neanderthal communities um when you look at bone records of shit you can see that in primates even in the great apes you will have instances where certain individuals of a population will have a physical malformation whether that's like a club foot or like a fucked up hand or like they're born hair lip something like there there's a genetic defect and there's actually even instances of like like mental retardation more than likely in these great apes and Neanderthal communities and populations. And it shows that even back then we were developing empathy as a species to care for those that, you know, Sparta would have kicked off the fucking ledge, yeah. you know, yeah. if it were Gerard Butler, up dash in there. the head on the rock. Yeah. But yeah. so like, there's like historical evidence of altruism. And I think that's fascinating because like that, when people talk about human nature, yeah. That's what I think human nature is. Right. That's what made us survive and succeed. People talk about, oh, humans are so selfish and blah, yeah, blah, blah. I don't, blah, I don't buy shit. that like inherently evil shit. No. Like, like there's a stopgap in a lot of people's brains. Like even me when I get hard, like on my like people that I consider my ideological opponents to where I get like very angry at them and like think like, oh, yeah, you know what? They deserve to fucking die. And then I'm like, you know what? That's low frequency. Yeah, it's no, it's like it's a shitty. You even like feel bad when you have those thoughts. Because There's always a yeah, little voice in the back of your head that goes. Thoughts. The, the voice always goes, yeah, dude, you know, like that's not like chill, though. Like that's a, like, yeah. like you might be saying that and gritting your teeth right now and like thinking like, yeah, we'll fuck them anyways. Dude, I flicked like, two people off on my drive home today and I work well, car, eight minutes. I work eight minutes up the road. Cars make you crazy. Okay, but what I'm saying is in an eight-minute time span, I flicked two people off. And I'm like, bro, like, my frequencies were just so low on that drive home. I think it's just, like, the phenomena of us moving that fast, like, makes us fucking crazy. I mean, that's some fight or flight. Because humans have only been dealing with this for, what, a couple hundred years? Like... Yeah, have but, we evolutionarily have we evolutionarily adjusted to being in a vehicle moving that quickly? No, I don't think it's not. honestly. I don't even think it's that. I think it's me being a fucking crackhead and like <laughs> just. Like, I mean, dude, I it does. I think everybody's like that. Like especially in a car, nine times out of ten, there's no conflict that comes out of it. You know, it's literally just you get to like blow some steam off on somebody. Yeah, real I've quick. never been in like a real. And have road some kind rage. of where you're like honk honk, fuck you, like real loud. Yeah, you know, and you get to fucking and you feel good at after it, and you're like fuck them. Fuck them, like you know. You're yeah, like, but your heart kind of flutters yeah, a little bit, you know. Little, like you there, get there's a little that fear jolt. in the back of the head where you're like, "Yeah, well, this could go badly for me." Maybe. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's fight or flight, and like you said, like humans moving fast. Like, yeah, man. Like we've never been able to do that, you know. Like we're that, maxing like, out. I mean, we rode speeds. on horses and stuff, but like a car can go upwards of seventy miles per hour. Most of your bad interactions are on the highway where you're going about seventy miles per hour. So, yeah, know. but there's also something about like over time because I used to drive distances a lot. There's something funny about the highway and like time perception and shit. Like, oh, yeah. well, when you start going fast, like I'll get up to 80 and just cruise at 80 because any more than 80 is automatic reckless. Mm -hmm. So I just like I'm not even going to play that game. So 
I just generally cruise at like a normal 80. So like four hours of going 80 miles an hour, when you bump back down to like 65 like, or like you're driving through Philly and it's crawling. like 50, 55, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I am. Yeah. I'm like, never going to fucking get there, dude. <laughs> like, so I don't know. It's, it's funny humans. And that's the funny thing too, about just like empiricism and like our senses and how we perceive things. Like so much of our just like day to day reality is shaped by like our actual like senses, right? Like what we can see, touch, feel, hear, right taste oh i'm trying to taste i'm trying to taste these old bay cheese curls that's the most redneck snack ever it is dude. i saw it's, them it's the height of redneckery bro even the wawa cashier was like oh i've never seen these i was like yes yeah, tight right good lord so you want to talk about the elephant in the country right now well, old, old, well old which Af- one old, <laughs> which well, one let's let's start with the most recent one old afghanistan <laughs> oh fuck yeah so, Fuck yeah, that, I mean, that so, is going so well. Let's get our initial feelings here. So, so, w- <laughs> so, and here's the funny part about the whole thing is, like, when Trump was in office, he had a plan to pull out in May of last year. Right. So, the funniest thing happened is a couple, uh, you know, Liz Cheney, daughter of the illustrious and now deceased, thank God, Dick Cheney. Meh. Uh, she is a senator or a, maybe a house member or something like that. I can't remember exactly which one it is. Yeah. I think it's a house rep. I think she's a representative. So her and this other representative, uh, Crow, I didn't look up, bother to look up his first name, never fucking heard of him before this. He just stepped out the woodwork with her and it became like this bipartisan moment where everyone was like proud and they stood up and were like, may pass an amendment that said Trump can't pull troops out uh, in May. Like he was ready to start the withdrawal then. So like we wouldn't be like, I'm assuming, I mean they had a they had a deal brokered with the Taliban essentially that was like, I mean and that's on, let's not pretend that the Taliban have any reason to honor any fucking deal we make with them. You know they're they're no they're an authoritarian kind of Islamist Islamist group. They're not they're only beholden to Allah. That's it. That's how they think mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So. They're but, they're fundamentalist extremists. Yeah, we had for the it, most but, part. But but essentially, we had it figured out to where it was like, hey, look, you guys can stay out here. We're gonna stop fucking you up and killing you. We're gonna pull our guys out, and you're not gonna retake all the provincial capitals. Yeah, and that was the deal we had worked out. Uh, a lot of people like the deal was decried at the time due to the fact that you know these people in power serve literally only the military industrial complex and the big banks. That's it. Period. Yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want. That's it. So you get this bipartisan amendment, and now the libs love fucking uh, Liz Cheney. She's going on the View. They're like, you know, they might as well be eating her pussy on stage. Well, bro, it's because she's a part of a power family, and she's she's a Cheney. I mean, Jenna Bush is on the Today Show as a fucking Republican, and gets to step out and be like, hey, I I mean, mean, Republicans are fucking crooks. She's in a she's in a power family. I mean, yeah. And so she steps out, and it's really funny. There's this interview from her this week, and she goes, well, this disaster all started. And then she catches herself because your dad started the disaster. Yeah, like literally like back. Like your dad fucking started Bush. the problem. And that's what's funny is, like, you kind of worried me for a second because you started talking about Trump, and I was like, I hope he's not going to politicize this not because enough. people are always like, well, Biden's fucking up the withdrawal. And it's like, well, Trump, Trump had a plan. Trump was a retard, too. And then people are like, oh, well, 
Obama inherited it from Bush and no, Trump my, inherited my it from is, Obama. It's like, dude, this all goes back to like sh- what fucking happened in the first. It happened when the with the fucking Soviets back the in the day. Started in the eighties when we decided it, it was did. a good idea to give the money. Of course, and now it's snowballed, and, and this is all. Missiles. It's it's basically come to a point. Well, I don't know if you got to the to the big climax of of of. Of what you were getting at, but long story short, we're fucking out of Afghanistan now, and like, there's literally within like 24 hours, within a couple days, the Taliban had completely overrun the government and military. It took literally a day. It took like a single. So a so, 20 year mission took a day to fold. Yeah, 20 years over there training, and here's this is funny nine, as shit. I think almost nine trillion dollars or some crazy shit like that. I saw this uh, video today. And uh, it was a short little documentary about, like, the frustrations Marines were having, like, training the Afghan army. And it literally looks like it looks like Afghanistan trailer park boys. Like, it's it's a fucking they they can't even do jumping jacks. Dude, he's like he's like it's this American guy like leading this training session. And he's like, well, you don't have a fucking helmet on. Your captain doesn't have his rifle. Like, I asked you all to be like ready at eight. You guys are smoking hash. Like, dude, the, <laughs> apparently, and that's a thing, too. We hired all the drug addicts in Afghanistan. Yes, that that's like, what happened. There, some guy, he was in this guys. little interview, and he was like, if we drug tested the Afghanistan army, two-thirds of them would be out. And that's, and that's the biggest, okay, that's a big point that I wanted to make was like all the messaging over the years for Afghanistan and all of our reasons for staying there, like in 2010, when Obama was talking about the surge. Like, they... It's. It kind of wanted to speak about the idea of like power lying a lot, like and blatantly lying, and patently lying to support the military-industrial complex. So, in during the troop surge, I think it was two thousand five, two thousand nine, something like that. Uh, they would per they would come to the military, and the generals are all throwing Biden under the fucking bus right now. Like the generals are all coming out like we told them this would fucking happen. We've been saying this shit for years. Everyone knew the A and A wasn't fucking ready. Well, and to you do saw, anything. yeah, he tweeted something about like, why would we fight a war if the Afghans won't even stick up for themselves? And it's like, dude, why are you fucking putting it on them? Like, yeah. it's it's a twenty year we mission. Came we in failed and ruined everything. We came in and fucked shit up. We've been through four presidents over there. Yeah, come on. I mean, it, let alone just uh, Hamid Karzai himself. If you looked at Hamid Karzai's record and what he was doing during the Soviet era, he shouldn't have been allowed near fucking anything. Anything at all. Well, that's kind of the whole thing is like people. The Karzai make, family is a corrupt family, a known corrupt family in Afghanistan. Dude, people make jokes all the time about like, oh, the CIA made Al Qaeda. The CIA made the Taliban. It's like, that's not a joke. That fucking happened. Yeah, no, the CIA like, gave we them did the that. cash. I guarantee you some of the money they gave them helped fund Bin 9-11 Laden. or whatever. You know, and throw a fucking dart at the map and pick a terror. Bin Laden was American trained. Yeah, like like he knew what he was doing. He was he westernized. Was, he was uh, he was a Saudi. He Saudi was westernized. He was a Saudi, which, by the way, they were responsible for 9-11, which why the fuck we invaded Iraq and Afghanistan makes no sense. Oh, wait, it's because they have a fuck ton of poppy fields and they supplied over 90 percent of the world's heroin population. Yeah, I saw a really good take recently that said, you want to know why we're getting Afghanistan? Because they've shifted their profits to vaccines now. Oh, yeah. They don't need <laughs> opium anymore. We don't need opium. We have fentanyl now. Who needs opium when you got fentanyl now? Oh, God. Well, that's coming from China. Yeah, but I'm saying... Like, that's coming from China in the vaccines. They don't have to use opium and, and uh, like precursors anymore 
to make opiates. You could just use fentanyl to make opiates. That's all you got to do now. Well, I think, too, and I mean, granted, the jury's still out on a lot of vaccines, vaccine stuff and science, well, but I think, I will say there is one silver lining in this. The only silver lining I can see is that a lot of people aren't going to be getting hooked on addictive, deadly substances and could potentially overdose and get hooked on heroin when they're just going to be going to CVS and getting a round of, you know, 72 shots every month. Yeah. Which is going to be a different beast, especially when you're just getting government money, which and that's the other thing, too, is like people go bankrupt personally over fucking drugs and prescriptions right. too, legal drugs right. like dude i dated a chick that was on adderall and used to frown on me smoking weed i'm like dude you do meth like fucking <laughs> yeah. chill just because yours comes from a lab doesn't make it any better than i was like read like, y- read your label it says amphetamine it you're doing has, meth yeah, bro it has the word amphetamine like chill like let me smoke my let me you, smoke though. my hashish like a failed afghanistan army yeah. <laughs> how fucking dense are you yeah and that's the other thing like the uh today uh, I, I thought i noticed it was really funny yesterday because when there was talks of the booster coming out now you know and it's been confirmed today that it, it is going to be a thing. You have to get another jab after your initial two. Who didn't see that coming, though? Everybody honestly, saw it coming. But uh, I well, bet we even, saw I bet, it coming. I bet even the people who believe in the science saw it coming. Um, you know, because they're just playing along at this point. They don't know what else to do. I under and I understand that because most people just want things to go back to fucking normal. I got news for you. They it ain't. <laughs> it fucking ain't. Yeah. I got news so, for you. There was a bunch of articles yesterday because they claimed people were mischaracterizing the next round of shots as a booster online, right? But then last night, Biden comes out and gives a speech. He's like, you're going to need a booster. And isn't this just he, and another? And he just screwed the pooch for him. So now they have like all the news media and stuff are calling it a booster. Dude, but it's that's a thing. It's just another semantic game, man. Yeah. It's a semantic game. They play with your mind. Right. They they do. And this is a thing when they legalize propaganda, domestic propaganda, like language. People don't understand how important language is. There's a reason that when people police speech. Right. They end up policing action because thoughts control action. When you police speech, you're policing thoughts. Like I can't I can't I'm gonna be honest with you. There was a numbers numbers of years I wouldn't say retarded. And then (laughs) because I was like, oh, I just don't need that in my vocabulary. But then I'm like, I I never stopped. (laughs) Well, but the thing is, is like I actually thought about it one day and it's like, well, I don't not like retarded people. I, you know, I don't mean it to, uh, like in a hurtful, offensive way. So it's like some shit's just retarded. Like Louis C.K. Was Sorry, it Louis it's a C.K.? Descriptor. He used to say uh, gay. He's like, why can't I say gay? Like some shit's just gay. Like a fanny pack. Fanny yeah. pack's gay. Like yeah. it, it has nothing to do with homosexuals. It has nothing to do like like some shit is just gay. Like dude, like shit that's happening now is just gay and retarded. Yeah. yeah. No. Reality's become very gay and retarded in the past few months. <laughs> so come and hang it's, out at Uncle Ted's cabin. It's all I can do to fucking make it through it. I mean, yeah, it's just we've reached a point with this stuff where like people who are conspiracy theorists can predict the quote unquote conspiracy theorists can predict the next move every time. I, it's insane. Like it's it's so. I well, mean, there's levels it's to like it. When I get I get fed up with people, and I'm like, how many times do you guys have to see this shit happen 
and the people that you think are your crazy, you know, the crazy person, you know, is right. How many times do we okay. have to fucking be right? But the thing is, is they don't they don't have the same perspective that we have is like, OK, look at the fucking uh, the bombing at the fucking Capitol or whatever. Right. What was that today? Not bombed, today. Attempted. Well, it was, uh, I, and I don't even know if that situation's resolved itself. Haven't well, looked at Twitter in the past few hours. Long story short, on. this guy, he put out like a video of him and he claimed he had like planted bombs and had he all had this a shit. Weird, and like was rusty gonna... coffee can in his lap that looked like a bomb. Well, in our was, consensus was like, yeah. this is kind of clearly a psyop FBI setup. Definitely. And it's one of those things of like, what the fuck is real? What's not real? Like, I don't know, man. That whole thing happening today. Yeah. Well, it's like on top of that. Uh, what was it? The QAnon people getting riled up claiming that the pla- yeah. the planes at the uh, Kabul so, airport were fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and so like you look at something like. You know, the 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 attempted, quote unquote, bombing today. And it's like people like me and you, we see that and we're like, oh, agent provocateurs. We've been on that Alex yeah, Jones shit. Like, like we've been on that shit. Like it, you but, get like a sixth sense for it. Dude, the average person, the reason they do this and they get away with it is that the average fucking Joe out there is going to look at this and say, oh, white supremacy is like 100 percent the biggest problem right now. Because the president said it a couple weeks ago. Because well, just because the the elites and the powers that be, right? And so, we get caught up in this whole like paradigm, and that's that's a hard part about propaganda too. Is that like back in the day there used to be like somewhat a general consensus, and like the news only came on at certain times, and da da da. Now it's news twenty four seven. Even your friends that like five ten years ago would have been like, oh, politics bore me. Now that's all they fucking talk about is. Yeah. Can you believe what Trump tweeted? No, they, like, they dude, made it such an intrinsic part of people's lives that, like, almost being uninvolved in any way is, like, a sin. Yeah. You know? Oh, and if you're not on the right team, you're a bad person. I'm a, I've been a bad guy my whole life. Dude, <laughs> I just don't fucking... I don't fucking get that. Because when I grew up, and I will say, my mama fucking raised me right. I love my mom. She taught me a lot of valuable lessons. And, like, a lot of stuff that I carry with me today was I'm an only child, single mother, strong, independent, single mother, worked her whole way, went through a lot of adversity to get where she is and to help get me where I am. And so I learned a lot of lessons. And, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. What were we just talking about? Um, propaganda and... Hmm. See, this is why we shouldn't drink. <laughs> I knew getting the 15 rack of Natty. It was a mistake. I knew the 15 <laughs> rack of Natty was going to be something. Oh, I guess we were talking about people getting like psyoped into picking a team, essentially, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of the big picture there. And uh, I don't know. I can't, I can't get behind that. I can't get behind this whole red team, blue team, left versus right. Like, right. it's such a binary existence in... Like, the universe is not binary. Right. I, I used to buy into the red team stuff a lot for back in, like, 2016 and stuff. And it felt real. It felt like it was a kind of a movement because it just felt like... I mean, it, just to reveal my kind of myself, like, I I've, I've voted for Obama twice. Yeah, like, I voted... I vote, The only presidential election I voted in, I voted for Hillary. And then I got red-pilled hard, which I what? don't... <laughs> I did. Hey, That's I was crazy. I was dating a Latina chick, though. Oh, and no. I mean, that was definitely part of it. Latinos and, for Hillary. Well, this is funny, too, man. Like, 
you know, you know my background. Like I went to a liberal arts college. So I went to a liberal arts school. I went to I went to music school at VCU. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. And so you know, I'm going to school in downtown Richmond with a bunch of Kool Aid heads. Yeah, and brand brainwashed, totally brainwashed, dipped. And but what was funny is that the whole time, like I was working part time, like you know, I was working construction while I was teaching and all kinds of stuff in school and everything else. And so I always had that kind of duality of like liberal arts. A lot of brainwash indoctrination and then, you know, conservative people in the blue collar field. And it was funny because I would hear conversations from both sides. And I feel like, you know, I I don't want to say I'm a centrist because I'm not because I'm very much left on things. I'm very much right on other things. But I also don't think that the world is such a complete binary like left and right like that. It's called fucking nuance. Yeah, nuance, and you have to have that. You have to have nuance. You have to be able to... And here's the other thing, too, is that you have to be able to listen to arguments that you might not agree with. This is why free speech, and I'm a free speech absolutist, which is why, you know, like, I'm going to say gay and retard. But... Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it, boys. <laughs> but honestly, free speech, man, it exists. And Noam Chomsky said this, that free speech exists for speech that you don't agree with. Yeah. Specifically, because if everyone agreed, if everyone agreed with you, it wouldn't be very free, would it? It would be kind of, you know, conformist. It's called a fucking so, echo chamber. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. I guess the idea of free speech exists for speech that you don't agree with is like, my, I guess... Long story short, my takeaway is people should be open-minded to new arguments, and when you hear a new argument, you shouldn't try to shut that person down or censor them. You should either try to poke holes in that argument, and if you can't poke holes in that argument, maybe you should consider it more, or if you poke a lot of holes in it and you say, hey, you know what, that affirms that I'm right. That affirms that, you know, because I entertain this idea, I didn't just shut it out. Because if you just shut everything out, you'll be right about everything until you die. And you won't change your thoughts mm. forever. Right. But, you know, if you entertain an idea, you either poke holes in it or you adopt it. And, I mean, dude, I've changed my mind on hundreds of things. Well, and if your fucking idea is better, it should be able to stand its own two fucking feet. Exactly. Like, if you have a better idea, it should be able to, like... It's like people who come to the table with, like, these radical kind of, like... Let's take radical left people. Let's take far radical right, like white supremacist people it's like if your idea was good enough it should be able to stand on its own two fucking feet yeah like so chances are if not everybody wants to adopt your fucking idea it probably fucking sucks (laughs) nine times out of ten yeah (laughs) probably fucking sucks bud like most people aren't going to want to fucking agree with like an ethno state and most people aren't going to want to agree with a completely top-down fully structured communist state it just doesn't fucking work. well i mean that's what i like brought a good point up when we were talking with him that one night was uh Good ideas don't need to be enforced. That is true. Also, because if you're if you're considering a free market of ideas, you know the a good idea. If something's a good idea, you don't need to convince people of it. Yeah. Like like okay, masks. If masks were a good idea and the science was clear and it was out and proven and the numbers added up and it was like very obvious to every individual, it was like hey. This is fucking, like, helpful. Do it. Right. And everyone would just go along with it. But the thing that we see is that, like, people are forcing it. They're writing tickets. Like, we had friends come down from Boston last year. And we were walking around a park outside. And they had masks on. 
we were like, what the fuck are you guys doing? They're like, we'll get a ticket if we walk in a park without a mask. Like, breathing fresh air. Yeah. Like, that was crazy. I mean, granted, that was a year, year and some change Gosh. ago, but like... It's still shit like that's still going on plenty of places. Yeah, and that's that's a difference. Look is at fucking Australia when right you now. think about mandates. Yeah, Australia has Australia's some of the craziest insane. lockdowns. Australia is insane right now. Do you see the video of the little twelve year old girl getting fucking based by the what? cops? No. There was a, a couple twelve year old girls who were just like rolling around at the mall somewhere, and Australian police show up, and they're like, "Hey, you're not wearing your fucking mask. What's the deal?" And the kids are like, "We're just walking around, like." Whatever. Yeah. And, like, they kind of started not wanting to, like, they're, like, you know, trying to, I guess, not, didn't want to deal with the cops or whatever. And this girl, like, starts resisting because they try to grab her. They just fucking mace this 12-year-old for no reason. It's like, was that 12-year-old any kind of fucking threat to you? Or is that just you guys flexing the power that the state's bestowed upon you at this point? Like... I mean, I mean, is that even a question? Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. Like, there's the I mean, little you saw girl the was thing. never a threat. Like, okay, she right. A, she didn't need to be maced. Right here in, do you remember when, like, the height, like, it was the first week of the George Floyd shit. Mm-hmm. First week. Right. And there was a video that went viral from Richmond. Yeah. Where some dude was on, like, his second story. He was hanging out the window of his second floor apartment. Oh yeah, and, and he like, was yelling. Yeah, he was just, yelling at the cops. He was like, "You fucking spraying." He was. He was like, "You pussies!" Like he. I mean, yeah, he was yeah. fucking with the cops. I was like, "Dude, yeah. that dude's that dude's a baller." Yeah, I mean, but no, like, they deserve the, to be ridiculed. Yeah, but dude, the fucking Richmond SWAT team walks by, and this guy has he has mace, and get this, dude, the mace is like fucking uh, wasp spray. Yeah, you ever use wasp stuff. spray? It's yeah. like twenty foot. 20 foot stream, stream. Yeah. yeah it's a propellant stream he maced a dude in his own apartment on the second floor it of his apartment absolutely be a, like you should get in trouble for that as an officer oh and of course you know nothing happened yeah, like you should be in trouble of for course that. nothing happened nothing came of that yeah sorry guys cops are really gay nine times out of ten sorry about it are it's they the uh way it is are they gay retards? Yeah, they're gay retards. I they're, actually, they're bro. Actually, they're actually the largest group of paid gay retards in the country. I heard, for real though, I heard um, that like when cops, they have like aptitude tests to like join the force. And like they do intelligence tests, physical tests. Well, apparently they don't take cops over a certain level of intelligence. Like, <laughs> you know. Because you, you'll start asking questions. Well, that's the thing. asking questions. Think about how, like, how many, orders. how many tests in your life you've been like, you have to pass at least this percentage to be good. <laughs> but the police are like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you need to pass this much, but, like, don't go don't past do too here. Good because if you do too good, we're not going to hire you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, it's well, definitely a toxic problem with them. I mean. And that's what a lot, of, like a lot of people don't understand when they talk about like, uh, like even like right wingers who are like, the police and military on our, on your on our on our side, like they're gonna like if shit ever went down, they'd be on our side. It's like fuck I no. fucking doubt it. Fuck no, dude. They are know, you kidding they me? Know if, where, they know where the bread okay. and water comes from. If my you man. if you ever want proof that they wouldn't be on our side, see Waco. Oh yeah, just just <laughs> look at what happened there. And if you and if you don't know what happened there, just uh, there's a handy dandy little documentary online. I'm sure you can watch. There's a, actually the, the Netflix truth. one's really good. Yeah, which I honestly the Netflix that one, shocked me. It was good, dude. That it shocked was good me because most 
most of the documentaries you see on Waco are relatively fucking dishonest. Well, actually, all the shit you see on Netflix is predictive programming. Yeah. So, I mean, literally anything on Netflix I'm wary of. And I was concerned. I was actually concerned. I was like, when I watch this Waco thing, is Netflix going to fuck it up? Because I'll be honest, they're totally, like, in bed with special interest. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're totally Look at putting Obama out. Wor- Obama works for them. Yes. Like, Why does Obama work with Netflix? Yeah, what the fuck? Like half of that, like fucking, it's almost like Operation Mockingbird I don't is watch real their shit anymore. Yeah, I don't watch their fucking shit anymore. Like, I don't, if someone's like, "Have you seen this show on Netflix?" I'm like, "No, I don't fucking watch Netflix." Well, and the thing is, man, anything on Netflix, like you can immediately assume is predictive programming. It's pure Dude, propaganda. Oh my god, I saw the weirdest shit. Me, me, and my girlfriend, we started uh, this series. Recently, we were laying in bed. It wasn't that recent. We actually stopped because even she was like, okay, this is weird. She loves, she watches like The Crown and like dumb girl shit like that. So we started, listen, dog brain stuff, right? So we started watching this show on Netflix. It was called Sweet Tooth. Did you ever see anything about it? I saw screenshots and okay, you it was telling me about it. It was all about baby, like human animal hybrids. Right. Dude, if that's not some weird transhumanist predictive programming, yeah, like it's creep shit, it's yo, like shit. I'm probably gonna watch some Infowars tonight. Now, you know what? That, I'm gonna go watch some Alex to counterbalance. Yeah, I need some like Owen Troyer <laughs> in my life, dude. Jones, dude. War Room. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I kind of fuck with Owen Troyer too. Like that dude. Like uh, Owen's all right. He's adopted the role so well. Yeah, I just I always thought he was trying really hard to be like another Alex. Oh no, dude, that way. guy. That guy breathes it. I think. Uh, that guy is, is genuine. Harrison Keeler, I think he's great. But we were talking about a minute ago, uh, we were just talking about how, like, dumb cops are. Yes. Well, another thing, too, we were talking about, like, Afghanistan and, like, all the fighters and shit. They gave up in a day to the Taliban, who are religious fundamentalist extremists. Well, they, yeah, they this, fled. This army that we had been training for over 20 years. strong. And, and like, mind you, we had been there for this long, and our main mission, like, the reason we, like, we, like, justified being there was that we're training them. Now, mind you, we were really just guarding the poppy fields the whole time. The whole thing was goalpost moving every time. Of course. Every time. But the main mission was training up the Afghan forces, but when you look at, like, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Taliban, all these different groups... Basically, even the Afghan army, the kids they were getting, like you said, like two-thirds of them would fail a drug test. They're all out there smoking hash and forgetting their helmets. Like, they said that the average intelligence of those people was like a second grader. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. (laughs) It's just like... Like an American second grader. I mean, what can you do? Like, you're you're dealing with a nation that is used to being run by corrupt warlords. All right? It's used to being run by corrupt warlords like you, you know a lot of people there's all these videos you'll see on youtube that's like cobble in the 50s and there was like women in skirts and that shit's like propaganda like no even iran there was dude. a small there was a small westernized outpost there but the rest of the major you can't take cobble and look at cobble and go this is afghanistan i know but it's a lot not. of a lot of those pictures were like actually like iranian yeah and there was there was a lot they're bigger. used to corrupt warlords going back thousands of years running that shit yes well, Afghanistan, like, geographically, is is very unique with the amount of mountains and... I'm just saying it's probably not a good idea to go invade a country that's called the Graveyard of Empires. If you're an empire, it's probably not a great idea. Yeah. It's probably not a good fucking idea. And, like, 
it was just pure American hubris that were like, we're going to come in here and get we're going to we're going to take a group of people who have been ruled by patriarchal warlords who act like women don't even exist. And we're going to turn them into democracy loving, women loving, freedom loving people. That is the most contrived and like idiotic Dude. fucking concept. Remember y'all shared a video the other day of them <laughs> like at the 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 what was it amusement park they were yeah, riding the bumper cars hold on hold on here's the best part so not only was that fucking hilarious seeing a bunch they of taliban like fighters they were having a blast they were in bumper cars here's the best part they're like maybe the west isn't so bad they have bumper right? cars the, the very <laughs> the very next day yeah the next day i saw an article taliban burns down amusement park <laughs> That they were hanging out in the previous day. They were like, this has to go, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, one of the comments on the article, too, was like, (laughs) one of the comments was, I guess some Islams are more militant than others. Yeah. Yeah, the the other guys were like, like the bosses showed up. Get rid of this. Yeah, like they're all playing. They're like, quick, before like the brass gets here, you know? It's like the video. Who uploaded the video? And they're like, coming there. They're like, you fucker. Hey. Mullah Hujada is showing up and he's pissed Dude, that the, we were having a good fucking time. The, the gym video is also great. If you haven't seen, have you seen the video of them discovering yes. a gym? Yeah, in the gym. They're <laughs> on the elliptical doing it backwards. backwards yeah, yeah he's so just sick. running backwards so on sick. an elliptical. It's so sick. It looks like sketch they have comedy. No fucking clue what they're doing. Well, dude, that's a funny <laughs> thing. Like even with that documentary and earlier, they're so incompetent, and we got destroyed by them. That's the thing. That's that's what decentralized warfare does, though. Is oh, like yeah. when you look at the documentaries and you look at all these videos that they're putting out themselves. It's like, dude, this looks like sketch fucking comedy. But this is real, and like we can't control it, and we can't do well. When your en- enemy doesn't it. have a high tech digital footprint, they're kind of fucking hard to track. Well, it's kind of like Vietnam too. Like we went in there, you know, as America, the biggest, best military force, yeah, and we got fucked up by bamboo skewers with shit on the tips. Yes, and guys you know what I'm d- saying? And guys who just dug tunnels. Yeah, like, like <laughs> that's it. Like, like the Viet Cong. Like that's they were they were to America what America was to the Redcoats. Well, and and what and what I always say, gorilla. And, and another big thing about that is is just the the sheer determination to fight. They had it more than we did. We well, came no. in, we came in thinking big dicks back in town. You're These right. Motherfuckers have way more to die yes. and fight for than any of the fucking Americans we sent over there. So Vietnam, Japan, yeah, all those people. They definitely have a lot more. To die for but here's the other thing have you ever stopped and like thought about how fucking weird it is that we have rules of war like i thought i thought like the whole point like, was like to just dis- like geneva convention stuff like- well well the fact of like like i was saying like the Viet. okay let me put it this way we were just talking about Vietnam, how, like, the Viet Cong, they were kicking our asses because we were going in there doing our jungle pray and spray shit, and we were getting fucked up by poop skewers. Yeah. And we have all these Geneva Convention things. You can't use napalm anymore, which was our side. You can't use poop skewers, which was their side. So there's all these kind of rules that we adopt, but it's almost like we talk about with the Fed is, like, the rules are made for the people who make them. Right. like. We would not have won the American Revolutionary if we met on a battlefield and did war like the British did it. 
that's like we knew that wasn't gonna happen. Like if you watch the Patriot and all that shit, like right. I'm not gonna lie, like racist ass Melly Gibson, like he makes some good movies. And so he comes out and he does this Patriot and you see like, oh my God, like these early Americans were fucking badass, bro. Like oh, yeah, they were say monsters. what you want. And so it's that whole thing. Like, how fucking weird is it that we have rules of war? Because guess what? The American Revolution, we didn't win that by following the rules. Yeah. The Viet Cong, they're I not know. following the Geneva Convention. Like, when it this comes shit. to defending your homeland, what what good are rules? It's like the I thought, aggressor. The I think idea, anything is anything goes. Anything goes. The idea is to win, sw- win swiftly and decisively. Destroy yeah. your enemy, destroy or just, your opponent. Or if it's a battle that you know that's almost impossible to win, neutralize the Cause them as much fucking pain as possible. Yes. It it stops being about strategic victories, and it, that's what decentralized insurgencies are. That's it's not what, about strategic victories. It's about causing as much fucking harm as you can yeah. so that you do what we did and fucking leave the la- as fast as possible. Well, that's, yeah. That's, that's when you start. the point. You start peeling back the pieces it's of a, it like it becomes bloodletting versus combat. Okay, but then you start peeling back like why we were in these places when we were in them. Like we already talked about Afghanistan, dude. Loading people's pockets. Okay, we talk about a, a, a fucking opioid epidemic. People are getting rich. Yeah. People are dying. Um, uh, Afghanistan is providing over ninety percent of the heroin production in the fucking right. world dude you know before afghanistan it was like vietnam like there's drugs and resources and yeah, cannabis yeah. and all types it? of crazy shit the triangle over there what was it was it the golden triangle there's so much where shit called? where like okay our way of life here in america 100 percent because our elites run drugs well it relies on us fucking up other countries and taking their resources yeah like it relies I mean, the petrodollar is it a relies bully. entirely upon us taking things from countries that can't fight back or that at least we well they can fight back but it's going to be a matter of us just slogging out for as long i mean vietnam was a forever war vietnam was the first forever war if you look at it like how it was structured it went on yeah. for almost a decade yeah you know it was the very first forever war but nobody looked at it like that because we there still was the guise of like patriotism pulled over everyone's eyes and the concept of like we're doing a good thing we're helping you know we're helping these disenfranchised South Vietnamese people from, you know, whatever force commun it was well, it was less about helping anyone, it was more about countering communism. So now we get to here where it's war on terror. Like we need to fight the war on terror. So it's really it's never been about helping a fucking single person. It's been about putting money in people's pockets. Every time a bomb explodes, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon Whoever the fuck else makes money. Every time a jet takes off, those motherfuckers take money. Like, it's every time a new boat fucking hits the water, they make money. Well, and here's the thing, too, is not only are you talking about military-industrial complex with, like, Raytheon and these people who are making the planes, but what makes the planes go? Think about all the oil that goes in tanks and planes. And, like, this shit runs deep. When you start breaking down supply chains and, and you break down where, like, oh, my God, like, lithium goes in yeah. these batteries like yep. where are we getting that from yeah you know and yeah. there's a whole lot of crazy shit that goes Strip on behind the scenes poor countries yeah it's it's all nuts and yeah it's it's generally designed i think you're right to line pockets of people um and and that's why you know i think my biggest qualm with our system is the federal reserve 
Right. I think I I think I've finally like crossed the line into like fedhead status where right. like like dude I'll go in on some black pope Jesuit shit like oh, you want yeah. you want to talk about the tight wads like oh bro that's a hey that's a can of worms and hey this is episode one episode one baby but dude we're we're at an hour already all right I think we can call it I think we can call it we're we, at an hour already um it's a fine display of power. Was great. Was great. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah, keep listening. Stay tuned. Do that. Bye-bye.